Welcome. To Arcade Audio. It's hard to find a movie that way. Lucky for you, we found a few. It's Queer Movie Night. Hi! Welcome to Queer Movie Night. I'm Deb. And I'm Peyton. And this week, it is Peyton's pick with the famous movie. (laughs) 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 Famous movie. (laughs) The award-winning film. It did do very well. It did do very well. Um, With Booksmart. Yes, Booksmart. Love Book um, Smart. Oh, me too. It's such a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, so fun. Why'd you what choose it? it? Um, so I saw Book Smart. I didn't see it when it first came out, even though I really wanted to. And I don't know why I did not see it. Um, but I saw it uh Sometime last year in 2020, um, when I was home with my family and I watched it with my uh, gay brother, Devin. And Devin, we we just had, I mean, we love Beanie Feldstein. So we had the most amazing time. And um, yes, we love Devin. Devin. We love Devin. Uh. Um, And um, and I think I knew going into it that the the uh that her best friend the the other main character in the film was gay so i was I was looking forward to that as well mm-hmm. um and I was not disappointed. It was such a fun time um probably like one of the best teen comedies I would say oh, in, that for genre, sure. in that genre. Hands down. As a ninety-six percent on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. And it's re- yeah. just really funny and really well mm-hmm. done. And it's a directorial debut for Olivia Wilde, who's an actress. Um and she does a great job. I'm looking she's got another film coming out soon. I'm excited to see that as well. The Florence Pugh Harry Styles one. Yes. My brother in law worked on it. Oh wow, and I said, that's awesome. He said it so nonchalantly because of course, because he <laughs> he works behind the scenes. He's like he's like uh he is a camera guy. Yeah. Um and he is constantly like, Oh yeah, I had this twenty minute long conversation about my camera with Anya Taylor Joy. She told me she exclusively dates older men. Yeah, Christian Bale <sighs> and I were blah blah and he's but to him, like I'm adding this 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 voice to it and this emotion, but to him, like he could give two fucks about actors. Yeah. (laughs) And he's, that's why he's in the perfect job. I feel like it's perfect because of like, it just works out. It works for him that he doesn't give a fuck about them. But to me, I'm like, Oh my God. what? (laughs) What? (laughs) And he told me the, he was like, yeah, I'm working on the new Olivia Wilde movie. And I was like, the one with Florence Pugh and Harry Styles. (laughs) Like, yeah. And I was like, did you see Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles like start dating? Like, did you see it when it began? Did you get close to Florence? And he was like, I don't know. I don't know. I was just, I was filming hey, the, this color Olivia, scene, blah, blah, blah. Are Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles dating? You didn't know? No, yeah, I didn't knows, know. Nikki knows. <laughs> <laughs> it 
it's a famous thing. It's a famous thing. Yeah. Oh, no big I deal to, because I she just flipped back. from Jason Sudeikis and everybody was like, wow. oh, she's going to get it. Going after Harry Styles. Yeah. This is wow. a week of, of very chaotic yeah. celebrity couples happening. Wait, was it just this week? No. Oh. I just, oh, no. <laughs> this was maybe a couple months ago. Okay. I, think, I don't know if they're still together, but it's just in general, I feel like this last year, Celebrity couples are doing weird things. Yeah. Like Benifer and um, who else? Kat Dennings and Andrew WK are engaged. What? Yeah. Mm hmm. Wow. Yeah. The Benifer thing really shook me. Do you remember? Like Jenny from the Black Music? I thought that she was still married. She was engaged to A Rod, broke up with him. Okay. And then, and is apparently like seen around with Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, Hollywood's trouble or sad boy. I don't know what he is. He just seems sad. I don't know. Okay, this is what not why we're here. I could do this I would all be day, sad. I would be sad important. if Casey Affleck was my brother too. Oh, I hate him so much. Piece of shit. That he was fucking. Um, just watched a, a a new lesbian film that came out this year. Um, and I'm literally blanking on it with Vanessa Kirby, who I love from the crown. She was nominated for an Oscar this year uh, oh. for pieces of a woman. Oh, well, I haven't even heard come. of that. I need to watch that. Oh my God. I love Vanessa Kirby. Um, she, uh, this movie, uh, the world to come with Catherine Waterson from, um, fantastic beasts. That's the only thing I know her from. Not okay. that I love that movie. Anyway, it's just, it's just like your classic like lesbian time period piece, uh, nice. kind of sad, depressing, whatever. Um, but Casey Affleck is one of the husbands, and I'm just like, do you not know your audience? Yeah. Like he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, we don't want to see him. He shouldn't be cast in a, in anything. Yet he still has a thriving career. And then you're going to put him in a lesbian film where lesbians are going to watch it? Like, no. queer women are not going to want to see fucking Casey Affleck on their screen. No. Yeah. Um, I feel about uh, about Casey how I feel about Chris Brown. I just don't understand how their careers um, yeah. survived. And not only did they survive, they seem to be thriving. Yeah. And I think it's uh, unjust and very wrong. And that is my little spiel about <laughs> problematic man. That, like that was really good. <laughs> okay. How the fuck did I get there? What were uh, we talking, we're talking about? about weird, weird <laughs> couples, and then you brought up Ben Affleck. Yeah, no, yeah. it shouldn't even gone that far. It shouldn't even gone to the point of weird couples. That's my fault. Um, <laughs> Why did it go there? Olivia Wilde, because this is yeah. her directorial yeah. debut, and here yeah. we go, full circle. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I just really loved the movie, um, and I thought it handled the queer character really well, um, and I just had such a good time, and I thought it'd be fun to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I love this movie so much. We saw it in theaters when it came out. I'm shocked you didn't. So fun. I um, know. I would have loved it. I laughed my ass off. Yes. Laughed my ass off. Um, I think it's so funny. I think you're absolutely right. It's one of the best teenage, like coming of age, teenage, high school, last night before graduation movies. I feel like it's 
one of the only good ones because I feel like that was a that was a really common genre in the two thousands, which mm-hmm. also happened to be the worst decade for <laughs> um that type of movie. Like the worst. <laughs> I watched it early in quarantine. Kayla and I were a little bit we drunk and i was like i want to watch american pie i've never seen it i want to see him fuck a pie and she was it has not aged well i don't think yeah and i was like please i want to watch american pie and i watched it and i was like fuck this is so wow nothing it's just like so much of the f word and gay as a punchline and rapey and just like Wow, the R yeah. word is is every. I watch I my one of my favorite movies when I was a teenager. That I feel like when I when I first was like I'm not I'm finding who I am and I'm not gonna fit into the Christian mold that my family thinks I am. <laughs> um, I became obsessed with the movie Superbad, and it was like my favorite movie when I was like 16. Yeah. I watched it like a year ago and I was like, fuck, even this doesn't hold up. I know. I know. We've. I think I've actually talked about this already, but. Well, I think um, I brought it up because I I didn't see it when it came out. And then when I watched it, I was like, this is really date rapey and I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like Booksmart is like the perfect, perfect version of that movie that came out in the late 2000s mm-hmm. that like actually will, I assume, stand the test of time. Yeah. Um, for that reason. And I just... Love it so much. It's yeah. so funny. I love the whole cast. The whole cast of supporting characters, I feel like, mm-hmm. are really strong. Um, the, sto- the the movie has a really nice flow to it, mm-hmm. which I really like. And I feel like Caitlin, like Caitlin Dever, yeah, Caitlin and uh, Beanie are just stars. And they, they yeah. completely carry the movie. And it's just so good. I just love it. It's so funny. I laugh the whole time. Yeah. And then on top of it, you have a queer character and IRL Beanie is queer in real life. Yeah, yeah. You like double queer kind of. I know, yeah. I love I love that. And like um I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but um we have obviously discussed like queer people playing queer characters a lot. Um mm-hmm. and this is it's this type of situation where I think like I'm not as hard edged about it because like um but like I've talked about it like with Ryan Murphy like Ryan Murphy cast a lot of straight actors as queer people but he also casts a lot of queer people as straight actors or as straight mm. characters so that that's the like one exception where I'm like okay like everybody's getting work so like I'm not mad about it <laughs> yeah well we can still be mad at Ryan we'll be mad at him forever for the rest yeah. of all of our lives yeah. just because <laughs> but you, he's that, problematic yeah, in yeah. other ways but yeah in every way, really. God. I say that and then I go play on whatever new fucking Netflix miniseries comes out once a month that he produced or directed or wrote. I'm such a hypocrite. <laughs> anyways, um, anyways. I also love the relationship between the two girls in this movie, like how much they build yes. each other up and like just like their sense of humor is so good. The chemistry between the two friends is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and they love each other so much. They do. It's just so, it's so just a joy to watch and see. Um, and it's just such a good time. Um, I love it. What's the breakdown? What's the rundown? Oh, true, true, true. 
Uh, <laughs> so the, the premise the premise of this movie um it follows two uh high school seniors amy and molly um as we said before it's the night before their graduation um and they're basically uh these two girls who are not necessarily popular uh but they're overachievers like straight a students who get into um ivy league schools um and basically they find out that even though they've worked very hard this whole time in high school and gotten everything that they wanted all the kids who partied and didn't do shit also got into ivy league schools so like what was the point of not partying so um beanie's uh character let me make sure i don't mess them up uh molly decides that they need to go out and party tonight to make up for all the lost time that they did not party. Um, And so they are trying to find this party that's being run by this really popular boy, um, which is, whose party is it? Um, Nick. Nick, yes. That, Nick. that actor is Cuba Gooding Jr.'s son. I said that with a lot of... Oh, sorry. wow. Yeah. I can actually see it now that you say it. Yeah, I didn't know until I was going through all of the casts. Um, yeah. Like He's Google really pages cute. This, this yeah. morning. And yeah. Oh, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, that absolutely makes sense. Yeah. Um, he's a little cutie. Mason yeah, Gooding. Like, yeah. The, the, I feel like the whole cast of supporting characters are like every current hot uh, yeah. young person working in Hollywood. Yeah. Oh my God. I love Billy Lord. Love Billy Lord. <laughs> she is so funny. Billy Lord yeah. is, she's so good at this. She's too yeah. good at this. <laughs> I love her so much. Just this unhinged, like, popular girl who miraculously shows up at every single party. Mm-hmm. She's like, I need to know where the par- I know where all the parties are. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so in searching for this party, they, they go to every party that is absolutely not the party they're looking for before they get there. Uh, a very huge highlight for me is the theater party, which is actually a murder, mi- the best yes. murder mystery party I've ever seen. <laughs> Would love to attend. Yes. <laughs> I'd love to go to all three parties, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, the last The party, one that nobody showed up to on a boat. <laughs> the one that nobody showed up to would love. The, all of the, all the, of the food glasses looks of champagne delicious. and the yeah. food, I was like, okay, I would get fucked up here. The theater party, I'm like, that is my shit. Would love the third party reminded me of like college parties in that like really fun gross way yeah when you just kind of didn't care where you would pass out at the end of the night not i approaching 30 i could not imagine doing that now yeah Uh, i get hung over from a couple a couple drinks now i'm the i'm the same just beer yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Kayla and I went to a bar for the first time last week with, oh, wow. um, on a on a weeknight and wow did we not plan that right because we were so our adrenaline was like pumping so much because we were just in a bar with friends you know full, living that fully vaxxed life yes um and I we just like a- absolutely took it too far do you know where you're yeah. like oh 
when in Rome, order another bucket of buds, which is what I force every, force everybody to drink. <laughs> um, and then we just couldn't stop. We were so hungover on Wednesday morning, and I was like, we can't do this anymore. But you know what? I'm I'm okay with it. I feel like I've lived that time. I'm, what yeah, am I talking I about? Get me <laughs> okay, somebody show me the fuck up. I'm like. <laughs> Now that I'm turning 30, let's really talk about it, Peyton. I'm going to reflect on my life. And blah, 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 blah. Um, um, it's still the morning. No, it it's is. Not. It's one o'clock. It's afternoon now. Yeah, it's afternoon. But it still feels like the morning, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, I want to talk because, because of what this podcast is. I want to talk about... Uh, Oh, did we finish? The, I didn't finish the thing. Um, hmm. they, <laughs> oh my they god! Go to the, all these the rundown. The rundown. <laughs> they go to all these parties. Um, they finally make it to the party they wanted to go to. They start flirting with the people that they have crushes on. But it turns out that the, these people want to hook up with each other, actually. Um, which uh, Caitlin's character Amy sees, but. Molly does not and so Amy really wants to leave the party and Molly's like no we're staying even though her friend is like obviously upset and so they have a fight and it comes oh, out the that fight is heartbreaking it's so heartbreaking but they have a fight and and basically it comes out that Amy is actually not going to school right away she's going away for a year and she says it's to get away from Molly because she wants to like learn how to be by herself um which is really hurtful to molly um and then they both sort of get into precarious situations um and they come back together oh well (laughs) basically the cops try to bust the party and amy decides to be brave and distract the cops so that everyone else can leave um and she gets arrested and then beanie has to break her out of jail to go to the graduation um, and they make up and there's a really nice heartwarming ending. Um, so that's the rundown. Um, and, and I was, what I was going to say, I was, I just wanted to start with Amy's character. So she's the queer character in the film. Um, and that is what we do here. <laughs> sure it's not talking about anything i've been talking about the point of- yeah. well that is your queer perspective and i respect it and enjoy it no, that's just a perspective from somebody who happens to be queer and the perspective <laughs> is not at all queer right now it's about everything else in the fucking world and it's pointless um i love amy I love both Molly and Amy, but I love Amy's story. And I love that it's just that she wants to kiss a girl before she graduates. And it's so sweet. Also, we stand the parents, Will Forte and Lisa Kudrow, (laughs) who for the moment they're on screen are are so funny. Yeah. I love both of those actors so much. Last Man on Earth was one of my favorite shows for a while. And I'm just a Lisa Kudrow stan. I think Uh, the comeback is one of the best things ever made. Oh my Um, God, it's so good. Don't get me started on Valerie Cherish. Uh, (laughs) But I love them. uh, The supporting cast in general are really good. Love Jessica Williams as the teacher, even though that's kind of a problematic storyline that we'll get to. Um, (laughs) and And so 
I, we're just gonna. I always say this every episode. I'm. I think I'm about to sp- say a spoiler, but we spoil it from the moment we start recording. So <laughs> I feel like I don't need to add that disclaimer. No, no, you're good. Um, I love that. Uh, she goes, and her crush is so cute, and yeah. you. It's so sweet, and like you, f- you know that feeling so much of like having a crush on somebody you don't even know is gay or yeah. queer, and then it doesn't work out and it's so heartbreaking, but I love that she still gets her moment with the other character mm-hmm. with what's her name. Diana Silvers is her name in real life, which what a movie star name. Absolutely. Diana Silvers um, star of Ma. <laughs> Let's talk about. Oh, Ma. is she a Ma? Yeah. <laughs> her name is Hope in the, the her character's Hope. name. Yeah. And I, I love their, their love. She's just this too. like bitchy feels- pretty girl. <laughs> Yeah, very tall, bitchy, pretty yeah. girl. Oh my um, gosh, it's uh, yeah. I I love that she still gets a moment, and it's not with somebody that she anticipated, and the yeah. moment isn't perfect. It's far from, um, <laughs> which is like she, accurate to high school and how it just so that's what yeah, yeah. exactly. It it feels very authentic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it's like but in such a non in a non traumatic way, which is nice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. I love. I love her storyline, and I love too. Um, something that we've been talking about a lot lately, and something we've been noticing more lately is we don't have to see her whole coming out story. Mm-hmm. She. It's like nobody knows I'm gay. I'm gonna come out at the end of the night. And even they. They comment. Uh, Molly comments in the beginning about her parents, how her parents are religious, and it's still mm-hmm. not a problem. Yeah. And, um, I like that it's it. The it wasn't a story of a queer person coming out. Mm-hmm. It was a story of the person already being out and just wanting their first kiss. Yeah. Something very actually, wholesome about it. Yeah. Yeah. It actually, I compare it to the, um, did you ever see blockers? Yeah. Yeah. It, yes. It, it reminds me of that storyline, except in blockers, it is a coming out storyline for that character. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so I, I, I prefer this version of it. I think, for sure of like, she's already out. I love how comfortable um, Molly and Amy are about talking about like Amy's sex life and like, mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, Amy isn't that comfortable about it, but, but I just like Molly how is. <laughs> Molly is. I like how normalized it is and it doesn't, none of the film seems like this is a gay thing we're talking about. It just seems like stuff that you would talk to your friend about and it's really fun. Yeah. Um, I, I just think it, it's handled really well and it speaks a lot. There was a, there were a lot of writers on this movie. Um, but uh, Susanna Fogel, who wrote um, the spy who dumped me. Um, I another think I'm fun like film. the only person that likes that. Movie. Oh my God. I loved it. I love like, it. Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon. Are you kidding me? It's it didn't so, do well, but it's I love so that funny. movie. It's so funny. It is. Um, but she, had a pass on this film and she changed the one lead character, Amy into a lesbian. And she also revised the story. I think that originally it was, they were looking for boyfriends for prom. Um, but she, oh. up, she updated it to, they were going to an after prom party and then obviously somebody else worked on it, but she, I think that probably her influence is really felt in Amy's uh, character's story and her arc um and so the fact that it's coming from uh and Susanna Fogel um 
is a queer person. So the so we're getting this queer perspective in the film from a queer person, which always comes off really well in my experience. And she directed the pilot episodes for The Wilds and The Flight Attendant, which are two shows I watched during quarantine uh, that I absolutely loved. I love The Flight Attendant. Oh my god. And she wrote Life Partners. Yes, I haven't seen that. Was that I've good? never I've always I need to rewatch it because it is good. I think there was something that I didn't connect to when I first watched it. And mm. I should rewatch it. I think it's time. Wow, that would have been such a different movie if it were two girls looking for prom dates. Yeah. I feel like that's not at all like at the core who Molly and Amy are. So that just mm-hmm. shows the the changes that the script probably went through went yeah. through in the yeah. characters too. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um yeah, and I do I I love her story arc. I love her relationship with her friend. It just it's just like such a nuanced, like layered character. Um there's no like trauma connected to her story. Um she we get to see her have this um this like coming of age experience. Um and she has like I don't know. I like that she she's sort of like there. Um, there's sort of like this running theme in the film of like people aren't what they seem to be. Um, we see it like again with Molly and um, and Annabelle, who all the girls talk about like being a slut. Um, mm, but AAA. then yeah, triple A because <laughs> she gives roadhead. Um, but um but it, it turns out like she's like actually cool, a cool girl and she's really upset that like people call her that um and then and then we see it again with Amy and Hope who Hope is like this girl who like is very pretty and like says a lot of mean things and picks on Amy but then she's like when they connect and like start to um, hook up with each other. She's actually like very supportive and like um, uh, um, wow, my brain just died. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you want me to sing it back to life? Brain come alive. Brain. That's very Barbara. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I was going to come alive. Brain. No, that's not a good Barbara impression. It's really hard. I've tried to to tried to sound like her, and it's like impossible. I mean, that's why she's Barbara Streisand. But um, love her. Uh, but she is very uh, reassuring and um, encouraging. Is the word that I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and even after <laughs> uh, the disaster of their hookup, she comes to check in and like and encourage her which is a nice little scene mm-hmm. um and yeah I, I think that um again like with the mitchells versus the machines it's nice to have a film that's not about her being gay um but she just happens to be a queer character who's going through shit just like everybody else and it's also like I mean, it's a, there's a small part of the story that does have to do with her queerness and that like, she doesn't know if the other person she's talking to is queer, 
but that's such a like a relatable part of queerness um that we don't we don't often see that um portrayed um so that's more of a refreshing thing than than something that we're tired of seeing yeah for sure yeah for sure i agree for sure yeah um what do you so what do you think about the jessica williams teacher storyline so i think this this movie i feel like is pretty perfect i mean it's close to it's close to perfect it's it's if they were going to make a, a coming-of-age teenage high school movie right now, this was the best way to do it. So, I think that's the one storyline that is like, yeah. just I don't know. I feel yeah. like it's the, the most divisive one out of all of them. I definitely understand that feeling, but I don't... I actually think that that storyline goes with the theme of the f- movie about people not being who they seem to be. Because mm-hmm. this is this teacher that the the girls really look up to and like identify with, and then we really see a different side of her when she come when she like goes into this teenage party, and then hooks up with this guy who is twenty years old and and yeah. If he be, wasn't twenty, it would be yeah, like why yeah, would you even do that? And be consenting. But I also think that it is sort of a reversal of like. Fi- older teen films where you see male teachers hitting on or hooking up with young teenage girls. And it is a very cool reversal to see it be um, a female teacher and also see it be like, I feel like usually in those films, it's like a very like creepy, aggressive guy. Mm -hmm. And in this film, it's just like a very chill woman who actually the student is pursuing i mean this is like it's not okay like (laughs) even though he's 20 like she's a teacher like a person of and like even though he's graduating it's like the best case scenario of the situation but the situation is still shady Mm -hmm. um and um i think that that i don't think that we're supposed to celebrate that i think that it's it is supposed to be like um yeah not everybody is like what they seem um it is it is weird though because like she is a very likable character until that moment when you're like she really shouldn't take advantage of this situation um i guess it's also like i'm i'm like she's so hot like yeah (laughs) Why would she go even walk into this party? Yeah. Why would yeah. she even consider sleeping with this kid? Yeah. You know what I mean? But also, yeah. Yeah, you're right. And it's it's such a side story that it's like, don't, I shouldn't think about it too hard. Um, but it is included in the film. So but like, it is it was included a, in the film. It so was important like, to, it was important to somebody to include it. Um, and I think it, yeah. I think it kind of is that like, that idea that people aren't, what they seem like and like that people like that can be someone that we know and trust. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. So it's kind of interesting. Good thing she's really, really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she gets away with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and technically it's not only, I mean, he um, is 20 years old. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's not her student anymore. Mm-hmm. And the relationship didn't start while he was her student. Yeah. 
it's still shady, but it's not deplorable, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not Hulu's the teacher with Kate. <laughs> with I Kate watched Mara. that shit and I wish I could have my life back. <laughs> I didn't watch or it. Or not my, but... my time. I wish I had my have my life back. Like it changed my life. <laughs> um I wish I could have the time that I I didn't watch it, but there were so many commercials and promos of it. So it many commercials. Out. I watched it out of pure curiosity because I because of this because of so many commercials, yeah. and I was like, I'll watch it. And then it was such a short mini series that I was like, I'll finish it. The episodes were like twenty two minutes long, and there were yeah. only I think like six to eight. So yeah. I was like, oh, it'll be like a movie, like an extra long movie. It was an extra long movie. I didn't need in my life. <laughs> it mostly just made me feel weird. Yeah. Yeah. Kate Mara. Hmm. Yeah, uh, weird times. <laughs> <laughs> the TV we've all watched this this year, I'm sure. Oh, uh, yeah, or maybe for it's sure. just me. But I've watched some watched some doozies. <laughs> any other any other like uh, thoughts about it or side care side? Oh, I was just talking to uh, our mutual Claire McFadden about this uh, movie, and she yes. said she was just. Um, because we were talking about the pot doing this this weekend. And I and she said, who do you think is the star? Because I think the star is Beanie. But somebody else that she was with thought the star was Caitlin. Is this important? I mean, not necessarily. But it is something that's interesting. Because I was, we talked about it before I rewatched it. And then I watched it and I was like, it is hard to tell. Because another fun fact is Beanie was nominated for a Golden Globe for this movie. And Caitlin But, sh- but Caitlin wasn't? wasn't? No. That's odd. And I think I, you could look at it. It's so hard. I don't know. Not that it, to, it doesn't matter, but to me, I think they're both the stars. Like mm-hmm. it's to me, it's a buddy comedy, and so they're yeah. they both they both get equal billing in my like they're Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill in Super Bad. Right, right. Like not one of them is the the main character. Mm-hmm. As far as character arcs go. I would say that Caitlin is the star because Mm -hmm. she has the biggest journey and like the biggest, she has the most growth out of the two characters. Yeah. Um, But also it's, it's very much like a a rom-com almost like they, the one character messes up and has to make up for it, that type of thing. But I, I really do think it is interesting to, to see because, um, especially because Claire is like a, um, a straight identifying woman um, mm-hmm. that she saw Beanie as like the lead character. It's interesting. is interesting to me. <laughs> I, told um, Claire, I brought you up on the pod and Peyton dragged you. And Peyton dragged you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want your opinion here. No, I don't, lady. I don't mean that to drag her, but it's, I, I think that, <laughs> I mean, I think it's telling of like the way that we experience film that like obviously you and I would relate to Caitlin more. Oh yeah, yeah, Beanie yeah. More and 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 Claire would relate to Beanie more, so it, it makes sense that she would see that her as the lead character. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, but I really do feel that it's equal and and they're both they both deserve equal billing. Um, yeah, and that Caitlin should have been nominated for a Golden Globe as well. Yeah, she was nominated for Unbelievable like a year oh. later. So she got her nomination. Is so good. Oh my god, it's so good. It's hard to watch, but it's uh, mm-hmm. her part especially is so heartbreaking. Yeah, 
She's so good uh, in it. Oh my god! But I Tony love Collette and the other the other woman. I don't know the actress's name, but she's so amazing. Um, Merritt Weaver. Yes. Oh, she is great. She was on Nurse Jackie, um, and Walking Dead, and she was in another miniseries made by HBO called Run that I haven't watched yet. That's been on my queue for a long time. She's nice. just like the best. She seems like the absolute best. Yeah. Um, I love her so much, and I loved her and Tony Collette together. I thought their yeah. chemistry was really good. I'm just a big Tony Collette stan. I watched yes. Mur- Muriel's wedding for the first time recently, <gasps> oh, and I've so never fun. seen. The only young Tony Collette that comes to mind is The Sixth Sense because my family watched The Sixth Sense all the time when yeah. I was growing up. They're she's weird so about scary good movies. in they The really Sixth love Sense. Them. Um, she's so she's amazing in it. She was nominated yeah. for an Oscar for it. Yeah, she should have been nominated deserved. for Hereditary. Hereditary yes. I think that's the. I think that's one of the biggest snubs, like next to Lupita Nyong'o. Yes, for us, I feel like those are yeah. like the two biggest snubs of 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 this decade. Agreed. Yeah, are those two? Yeah whatever well and i think i think i mean this is a totally different tangent and a totally different thing but i think that like there was a time when horror movies sort of stopped being nominated for things like that Mm -hmm. i mean i i mean get out was nominated for best screenplay and things like that but like performances and things like that aren't nominated anymore um and like horror is really inventing itself recently reinventing itself recently and like really stepping up like things like hereditary get out us yeah um and gets jordan peele and ari aster just like summer yeah yeah um they're it's really like they're coming up with some good shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it, it it makes me irritated because i feel like the the academy in order to be recognized as somebody who's doing great work um it has to be this really dramatic Mm-hmm. thing i don't judd apatow just like released a statement about it um and i don't want to sound like him because i thought his statement was a little bit was was out of touch so mm-hmm. i'm trying not to like you know but i yeah. just do i just think i love i love the oscars and i love like watching all the movies every year it's um it's my award season and i love it mm-hmm. um but i i hate how much specifically horror and comedy is excluded and why it's when they go it's such a big deal because melissa mccarthy is nominated for bridesmaids it's such a big deal when um when tiffany haddish is nominated for a girl's trip yeah yeah when it happens and it shouldn't be a big deal and i feel like it's because they look the academy looks down on those types of films those genres and those type of performances because they're not screaming and crying and fucking punching the walls like adam Mm -hmm. driver in a marriage story like yeah it's it's just it takes just as much work it's it's difficult work and it deserves recognition and it mm-hmm. shouldn't be such a rare thing for people in comedy and hor- i feel like comedy is even more well recognized by the academy than horror is yeah i don't know it just irks me it irks me i just watched I too you. there was like this like clip from a i was just of uh, one of those like actress round tables um of Emmy Rossum saying that all comedy is, have I talked about this before? Emmy Rossum thinks all comedy is the same and it's like not impressive to her. And it like the, the table goes cold for a second. Everyone's like, did she just say that? Yeah. If you, if you put it Google or Google it on Twitter is what I was just about to say. Kids Google it (laughs) on Twitter. Um, 
it's just like the constant it just feels like disrespect and it feels like these people are putting in so much work yeah and the only thing that's considered quote unquote good or worthy of recognition is fucking i don't know Frances McDormand doing her stuff, which I love her. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I could talk about this all day. <laughs> this frustrates me. I feel you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> she looks she looks off into the window wistfully. Yeah, I literally am. <laughs> oh um, my god. Yeah. Um, this is just a great ensemble cast. Um, I'm really glad that, that you did bring up that conversation with Claire. Cause I think that is something important. Um, but yeah, I do. I do think that this movie, um, and I could argue that like it even focuses on Amy a little bit more, um, because we, we never see, uh, Molly's parents or her like house, yeah. um, things like that. But, um, but I do think it, 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 does a good job at like keeping them both as important as each other. Um, yeah. Who do you think would have played Beanie's mom if they would have showed her one, two, three, Kathy and Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's who uh, I love Kathy and Jimmy. I know that's why I brought, that's why I brought her up. <laughs> um, yeah. Any other, any other, um, thoughts before we rate the film um no i just i just really love it it's such a good time when we were watching it kay was like i forgot how good this is i'm like i know it's just so good it's so yeah funny and uh well written well it's well filmed too i love the Mm -hmm. style the soundtrack slaps yeah it's oh my god! I love soundtrack. I love the sequence when they're when they're Barbie dolls. Yes. Yes. The, Kayla Kayla mentioned she loves um, how many times it blurs what reality is and what yeah. they think reality is yeah. and how they see it. Like yeah. all the slow mo shots mm-hmm. when they're like looking at their <gasps> and the dance the dance sequence the dance the La La Land Beanie. dance yeah, yeah. yes yeah the dance when they're the dolls yeah like all that stuff. I really love it. I love the swimming pool scene. Yeah. When she's when she's swimming before she has that horrible realization that their crushes are hooking up with each other. That's such a twist. I remember seeing that in theaters and gasping. Yeah. I, wa- I, I that was a huge twist. <laughs> and also like uh that's such a gorgeous like gorgeously shot scene too of her mm-hmm. under the water and the, such like an artistic way to have that reveal. That was yeah. such a good I love that. It's such a good a directorial debut for Olivia Wilde. Um, yeah. And, and just so well put together and well done. Um, it must've been so much fun to, to film with all those like mm-hmm. fun actors. Um, I love, um, what's it, what's his name? Mike, Mike O'Brien or Mikey. Oh yeah. Yeah. As the killer. The, as the strangler, the which is yeah. so, such a funny scene that he's like, I could, I could kill you. And he like lets them go. And then <laughs> it turns out he is a strangler. Um, mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I love, the murder I love mystery it so much. Party. I, no, I, yeah, I love like, all I know of Galvin is so funny. Yeah, he's is he the he's the one from Dear Evan Hansen, right? 
I don't know if probably he, he, he he's the in, one that sings um the uh sings Alanis Morissette at the other party. I just he the titular role in the Broadway musical Dear Evan Hansen is what he starred in. So oh. does that mean that he was Hmm. Wait, is he going to be in the Netflix one or no? That's going to be. I don't know. What's his also name? Uh, the guy who plays Scott uh, Jared is so cute to me. He's so charming. He's the one who ends up being Molly's. Um, oh, Molly's I love Skylar Gazondo. Yeah, he's on. He's did you watch Santa? He is so cute with his freckles. Santa um, Clarita Diet. I love Santa Clarita Diet. I'm so never seen it. Oh God, it's so. First of all, you have to watch it. Second of all, our best friend Laura really also loved it. there's lesbians in it, so there you go. Okay, supporting. <laughs> Do you know support- me? <laughs> of course, that's gonna be the hook. Why did um, Laura never tell me that? She should have known me. But I will tell. I will tell you that it it was canceled and it does not finish. Yeah, I also which is that. really upsetting, but it is very funny and worth your time. And Drew Barrymore is amazing and an icon. Um, we stand. The, that's all. But he's in it. He's in it, and he's very cute in it. Um, yeah. Well, look at that. Well, look at that. <laughs> well, look at that. Any other thoughts? Uh, I don't think so. I think we we should go on to rating, or else we're just gonna keep. Uh, said, unless if we don't, Deb is going to do that thing she's been doing for the last two hours and start talking about something else that has nothing to do with anything. I mean, I've done it too, so there's no worries. Yeah. Sorry, I just feel like my head is like drifting away. Yeah, I hear you. Me too. <laughs> um, does this pass the Vita Russo test? Yes, I would. I would one hundred percent say it does. Um, Heard it here, here, here for first, folks. Yeah, it has queer identifying characters. The the queer identifying characters have uh, character traits other than being queer, and removing um, obviously removing Caitlin's character Amy from the plot would uh, significantly change it. Um, I would say it passes uh, all the Vita Russo um, test. Um, and then um, rating it on a regular scale from zero to six. Um, I would give it a six. I can't, I can't think of any. Hell yes. I can't think of any. Um, there is that one controversial uh, plot point, but that doesn't have anything to do with the movie's portrayal of queer characters. I think it's a, a great fresh portrayal of a queer character with Christian, but supporting parents. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a great, uh, great performance uh, by Caitlin. Um, it's a, I, really the sticking point is like the awkward sexual encounter that she has in high school that I love the, just the balance that it walks of like being awkward and so accurate to what happens while still not being a traumatic experience for a queer character that really earns a lot of points from me. Um, It's like, yeah. um, The antithesis of like euphoria. It's, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not like yeah. all trauma all the time. Um, yeah. Euphoria yeah. stressed me out too much. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it is very stressful, um, um, but it's yeah. good. 
Um, yeah, I love gonna, this movie and I give it a six. I'm going to give it a six for the same exact reason. <laughs> I'm going to just copy and paste what Peyton just said. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's definitely a, a movie I'll watch again. I think it was one that like, when you mentioned your film, I was like, Oh, what's one that I can do? And I was like, you know what? This movie's so fun. I just want to watch it again. And like, I just remember it being really good. So I'm glad we covered it. And um, if you haven't seen it, um, listeners, I definitely, I, I highly recommend it. It's a good time. Cool. Yeah. Love it. What, do you, uh, <laughs> what are our things to plug? Um, uh, you can follow our podcast at Queer Movie Night on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, and be sure to like, uh, like and subscribe. Um, to our podcast uh you can follow me at peyton cody lynch on instagram and twitter and me deborah duncan on twitter and at deborah d bag on instagram and uh in another couple of weeks we'll uh be we'll be back with another film and and we look forward to talking to you goodbye Bye. Bye. Ooh, that was a cool harmony thank you thank you <laughs> i say thank you thank you thank you Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.